Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and thank you so much for joining me on yet another episode of Fearlessly Authentic. And you know, it's funny because when I created this show and decided to call it Fearlessly Authentic, it just resonated with me so much because I have always been afraid to take risks, as the intro said. I'm like, oh, it's right on the money, right on the money. So, um, and with my guests every single week, this week I do not have a guest. It's just me because I sort of wanted to recap and reintroduce myself and and what this show is really, really about in the new year. Because we're still, I, I always like to think that the new year is still the new year in the first month of the year, and the show is to educate you, empower you, and inspire you to help others so we can all live a fearlessly authentic life. Isn't that just a beautiful thing? I really love the way that feels to me, and it feels super authentic to say that. And for all of you who have been listening to the show around the world, I greatly appreciate the love and the listening and sharing it with your friends. I really appreciate that. So if you are listening live, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. And if you are unable to listen live, you could always listen tomorrow uh, anywhere you listen to a podcast, Spotify and Apple and all of those other places, all those other platforms to listen to podcasts. So please listen and share and spread the love because that's what this is all about. So today we are going to talk about why confidence is sexy and it has nothing to do with age. If you don't know this already, I turned 60 in December on December 27th. I am a Capricorn. Everybody knows me, knows I'm a Capricorn. What does that mean? We'll get into it on another episode. But it was daunting to me to reach that number. And I was able to reflect a lot after I turned 60, I was revving up on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Jody Harrison Bauer or at Jody Fit. But I post a lot on my Instagram account and we were doing a countdown to turning 60. And it was really a, a reflective time for me. And I had to gather up the thoughts in order to put together the posts, when I thought about, whoa, I'm going to be posting for 60 days straight on what turning 60 means to me or what's important to me in my life, it was a daunting uh, thing to do. But I learned so much and I was able to come out of my comfort zone and I was uh, pushed by a few people who helped me push out of my comfort zone because we're always doing that. And I think going back to, again, confidence is sexy because that is the theme of the show today is it's all about being in a place that feels comfortable to you. It's not about being, a lot of people think that confidence has to do with being 
the confidence and arrogance could be the same, but it's not. Usually somebody who's arrogant is usually not very confident. A confident person doesn't have to be the loudest person in the room. They don't need to tell everybody how they feel. They are just comfortable in their own skin. And I'm sure that you've heard this a lot about being comfortable in your own skin, but it takes a lot of work to get to that comfortable place in your skin. I wanted to share an old proverb with you, which is said, which is old is gold. And it is a very well-known and familiar proverb. The actual meaning of it is that whatever is old is actually valued as gold. It also says that we should not consider any old thing as a waste as every old thing is gold. And I just love that because as we get older, we don't try to impress other people necessarily. You know, you always want to put your best foot forward, of course, and speak well and be kind and patient. But when you get to a certain age, and maybe I'm at that age, I don't know. Um, I don't feel old. I actually, I was telling somebody the other day, I actually feel secretly, I, I literally feel like I'm 35 years old. So I don't know what to do with that information, but that is how I feel. And so that is another saying why age is just a number. But Think about the things that have gotten better with age. So we go, if you think about around the world and the monuments and statues, broken old buildings, pillars, which we preserve today, valuing it more than gold is actually like the damaged old buildings of centuries ago. These are preserved in the hope of preserving our old traditions and culture. And when you think about your friends you know, we value the old friendships, not more than the new friends that we have, but it's the the old friendships that we've stayed and we have great memories with. It's the memories that become gold memories. And that's why I wanted to start off the show talking about old is gold. Now, if you're not older, let's just say my age, and you're in your 20s or younger or somewhere between 20 and 60, you don't have to be old to be confident, okay? You can be confident in your 20s. You can be confident at any age. But my point is that age has nothing to do with being confident and feeling sexy. So I like to think of confidence as sexy because to me, it is the sexiest thing somebody could wear whether you are a man or a woman, and it has to do with the way you present yourself to the world. And when we're feeling insecure, maybe about how smart we are, our body image, our relationships, or the relationship that we want to have, or money, we sometimes don't feel that confidence. We don't have that self-confidence. Maybe during our lives, somebody broke down our confidence and our self-esteem was non-existent. And that could happen in, you know, up and down in your life that you can feel that way. 
And there are some things that, you know, when you see somebody that is confident, maybe you say, you know, study that person. Why is that person so confident? Where did that confidence come from? Is it really authentic? And so many of us look on on social media and we play the compare game and you all know, and if you don't know it, I'm going to tell you right now that if you compare yourself with others, you will always lose. It is a losing game because what we see in other people's lives, whether it is on social media or it's in our life, you don't know their real story. They might be putting forth some other image about themselves because they are unhappy or maybe they're really happy. Maybe that's who they are, but you cannot believe everything that you see on social media. And I think a lot of us are educating ourselves in that. And I think a lot of people are really working very, very hard at becoming more of themselves, more authentic on social media to the point. And I really wasn't prepared to talk about this, but you know, this is how it goes. Um, that I think in the attempt to try to be super authentic, I think people are being kind of fake about it. Like, let's look at me as as unattractively as possible. Let me just show you how my belly sticks out and then how I can pose and not make my belly stick out. Quite frankly, I don't care. Um, I, I don't care if your belly sticks out and I don't care if you have abs. I care about what's in your heart and what's in your head and how you approach life and how you talk to people and the kindness that you have from within. Because to me, that's the beauty that shines from inside out. And that's also what makes you, let's just say, sexy. If being sexy is something you want to be. And I think I've been training people for a long, long time. And people come to me, especially women. I have trained men, but mostly women they come to me because they don't feel good in their bodies and they want to feel attractive in their bodies. They want to feel confident. And that's why I like to talk about how confidence is sexy. When you meet somebody and they're feeling uncomfortable about themselves or uncomfortable in the clothes that they're wearing or uncomfortable about voicing their opinion, you're not necessarily going to find that person super attractive because we are attracted to people who are confident, right? We want to attract confident people into our lives. We might want to help somebody who's struggling with their confidence, depending on what kind of business that you're in. But if you're looking for a mate or you're looking you know, for a relationship, I think that we all want to meet somebody who feels confident. And if they aren't and you're that kind of person, you can help them. So I've always struggled. Um, a bit with my confidence. And when I was talking about social media, I was talking specifically about, you know, not necessarily believing everything that you see on there because so many people portray themselves unauthentically. Let's just put it that way. And sometimes they take it a bit too far. So be aware of what you're trying to uh, get from that person's information and make sure that whatever your goals and your purposes are, that you're aligning well with that person. Um, the reason that people are attracted to confident people 
is because they want to be that way. You know, self-confidence is very attractive. And there have been a lot of studies done about what attracts us to each other. And while we might not always agree on what that is, one thing certain, we go where we feel pulled. And I think we all are pulled in by confident people. And people with magnetic energy do the pulling. And you know who those people are in your life, right? We're not talking about the charm necessarily. The self-confidence doesn't need to be the schmooze and the manipulation because it's it that seems fake. But it's really the self-confidence says, I accept myself on every level and invites the people around them to do the same. And I'll start with something that I don't think I've ever shared, but when I was in when I was in eighth grade, and this is where I started realizing, and in eighth grade, you know, seventh, eighth grade is a time where we all sort of struggle with our self-confidence. And uh, you know, we all go through puberty at different times. And uh I went through, you know, there's some people that never go through that ugly duckling stage, and I certainly went through that ugly duckling stage. And then there are other people that, you know, grew breasts really big and they got a lot of attention from the guys. And to this day, I believe that those women out there who had who were very buxom in seventh and eighth grade, who got a lot of attention, have a tremendous amount of confidence based on the fact that during this difficult time called puberty, they they were building their confidence. But a lot of us didn't, and I was one of them. And one of the things, I was in eighth grade, and I had very hairy legs, and my mom would not let me wear stockings, pantyhose, whatever you want to call them, and she wouldn't let me shave my legs. So at least I like at least wanted to wear stockings to cover the hair on my legs. And there was a boy that I liked very, very much. And he used to make fun of the hair on my legs. He used to, it still sticks with me to this day. Okay. I was in eighth grade. So I was 13 years old or so. And to this day, it still sticks with me. He has apologized to me for um, being so mean to me. But I, I dealt with that kind of being bullied about it. Uh, of course, my mom told me he had a crush on me because that's what good moms do. They tell you they have a cr- that the boy likes you and that's why they're paying this attention to you and who knows. But that was a really, really insecure time in my life that um, I just wanted to shave my legs. I just wanted to get to that part where I could, you know, feel really good about myself and feel pretty. And, you know, I had the braces on and I had a few pimples on my face and I had the hairy legs and the hairy arms and everything like that. And my mom would not let me shave my legs. And I was not a rebellious child. I was a people pleaser. And that was a really tough, tough time for me. And I don't know if any of you have gone through that ugly duckling stage and could relate. I would love to hear from you. If you have, I would love for you to share your story with me. And so, and and maybe we could talk about this because it is a really, really tough time and those things stick with you and they do affect your self-confidence deeply. And so I promised myself that if I were to ever have children, which I do. And if I ever had daughters and they were hairy like that too, that I would, damn it, let them shave their legs. I was not going to let them ever go through what I went through. And that really affected my confidence. So I was shy. Um, I didn't feel great about myself. 
And I kind of, I wouldn't say I kept to myself, but I, I felt very insecure. And when I was finally, you know, by ninth grade, I was shaving my legs. I felt so much better, but it affected, it was my body image and it affected the way I felt tremendously. And I think that body image is one of the things that I've dealt with, uh, with my clients and myself, which a lot of people don't think that I have because maybe they see me as somebody who, you know, won two world fitness shows at 49. And how could you at all be insecure about your body if you got on stage in stripper heels and a bikini? Like, no way, Jody. I don't believe that. But it took a lot of courage and it took a lot of encouragement from my coach to literally push me out on stage because she believed in me. And it's finding those people in your life that believe in you and give you the confidence to go ahead and break through those barriers so you can become stronger because it's the struggles that actually make us stronger. So we are going to go to a break right now. And when we come back, we are going to talk about how we can keep building that confidence and become the most confident person in the world. Be right back. Hang in there, guys. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, Following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You 
You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Hey guys, thanks for sticking with me here. And we are talking about how confidence is sexy because it is literally the sexiest thing you can wear. And I remember when I'm jumping all over the place here, I'm trying to keep everything chronological a little bit, but um, I know I ended with my story about eighth grade, but when I was dating after I got divorced, um, I remember, you know, in my match.com little profile thingy, because I was, I got divorced in 2002 and actually found out about Match.com from my ex-husband. Long story. How many of you were on Match.com in the 90s? I'd love to know. This Actually, it's 2002. So how many of you guys were out there on Match.com? This was not an app. We did not have apps back there. You had to go on your computer, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, and I remember creating my profile and saying that um, I wanted to meet somebody that I would connect with mind, body, and soul. Now, I didn't know that I would still be saying this 18, 20 years later and that it was all about being aligned with somebody because we didn't have that word back there. We didn't have alignment. And this is, you know, it's funny how lingo changes, how the words that we use to describe things. But I didn't, like I said, I did not use the word align or anything like that. I just knew that what I was looking for in a person was a confident person. So that was also part of my profile. So if you guys, if there's anybody out there listening who dated me, because I dated like crazy, man, I dated a lot of people. Sorry, girls, my daughters, but I dated like crazy. I was in my forties. I was at my sexual peak. I had only had sex with one person and then my husband for 20 years. So yeah, I was raring to go to tell you the truth. And I was, uh, my self-esteem was non-existent. I had no confidence. I had no self-esteem. And so I was looking for somebody, as they talk about the law of attraction, I was looking for somebody who was confident. So the other thing that I wrote in there in my profile was I am looking for a confident man who knows who he is and knows where he's going. Because I need to needed to align myself with somebody like that because, quite honestly, I didn't really know where I was going, but I knew that I had just taken the biggest risk of my life by getting divorced, having two small children. The girls were like 8 and 12 when I got divorced, and becoming a single mom when none of my friends were divorced. I actually had one friend that was divorced for the second time, and uh you know, she held my hand throughout the entire process, but we lived very different lives. And I just remember feeling very alone, but knowing that this big decision I had made to change my family dynamics by showing my daughters, my purpose became that I was going to show my daughters what a confident, strong woman was. 
And so going back to the profile was that I was looking, I was wanted to attract somebody that was going to bring into my life something I didn't have. Have you ever felt that way? Where you know deep down, hey, I'm not feeling super confident. Um, I'm kind of faking it till I make it. We've all heard that. And maybe that's what I was doing at the time, you know, so much of life and and the lovely and wonderful thing about being 60 is that I have perspective and uh, that that's a great thing. You know, when you're 10 or 20 years old, you don't have um, that perspective on life. But when you get to be my age, old as gold, you get to have that perspective, which I think is is cool about getting getting older. And so I think... I know that's why I I wrote that in my profile. And uh, have you ever done that? Have you ever put yourself out there on a dating app or anything, letting your friends know I'm looking for somebody who's this, this, and this, when it's really that you're looking for that in somebody else because that's what's missing in your life. They say that happens a lot. And I know that it's happened with with me that I've asked the universe to bring a person into my life, or I've asked the universe to bring certain things into my life that I I, I pray on these things and I ask for these things. So I'm going to go back to eighth grade, ninth grade for a minute. And so in ninth grade, I I was like a caterpillar and I turned into a butterfly, came out of my cocoon. And by ninth grade, um, the pimples were gone, the braces were off, the legs were shaved, and I became like a popular girl in high school. And yes, that did really make me feel more confident. I was a cheerleader, uh, and I had, you know, was dating captain of the football team, yada yada yada. You and that I was that girl, yeah. And uh, it was, um, you know. <sighs> I kind of like went along with everything. Everything seemed fine in my life. Everything was great in my life. My every everything was like it was fine. I was healthy. I loved school. I loved going to school. I enjoyed my friends. But when I look back now, I think about um, the things that gave me confidence, and I was probably gaining confidence from the things that were in my life, not necessarily me. And maybe they call that imposter syndrome right now. Um, I can't say that I felt sexy in 10th or 11th grade and there were girls that looked super sexy. I was not that girl, but I was, you know, I was pretty and I was nice and I studied hard and I was a good person and I was kind to people. So anybody listening who I went to high school with, uh, give me a shout out. Let me know that you're you're listening to me. And but I, I in thinking back now, um, I was probably kind of unconscious, you know, uh, and when I talk about being unconscious versus being conscious is we kind of unconscious means going on autopilot. So was I confident back then? Eh, probably not. And I allowed like my boyfriend to help me feel confident. I was confident because I had, I was dating the captain of the football team, you know, and that's what gave me confidence. I went off to college and I ended up going to a women's college. And so many of my friends said to me, why are you going to a women's college? Why would you do that? And I didn't know at the time that I would choose a women's college to go to. But I think deep down, and I've always been like this deep down, I really wanted to get in touch with who I really, really was. And I think that, um, 
my mom always put a lot of um, emphasis on having a boyfriend, you know, old school. And whereas with my children, my daughters, I, when they were in high school, I told them you the effort should not be on uh, getting a boyfriend and having relationships with boys. Yes, you should get to know them as boys and have friends, uh, but it's your schoolwork and it's your girlfriends. It's the friendships that you have with your girlfriends that is really important. And uh, so when I went off to college, that was something that I really, really worked on. And it was hard because I didn't have a lot of girlfriends in high school. I was that girl that had a boyfriend. And I know you all know what I'm talking about, rolling your eyes like, oh, she was that girl. Yeah, I was that girl. And if I could do it all over again, I would do it differently, quite honestly. I don't have a lot of regrets in life, but I I think that I would do it a little bit differently in high school if I could do it over again, even though I loved my high school years. Were they my glory days? No, but I had an awesome time in high school. And so in the four years that I was in college, I really uh, cemented some very solid friendships with my girlfriends, and I grew tremendously by getting to know myself. And I realized, and I must have known this deep down, that um, I needed to work on myself and not use my looks to get me forward in life. And as again, as I've told my daughters and If you listen to the show a lot, you know that I talk about my daughters because they are my first and foremost priority, the loves of my life. And I feel very, very lucky that I was able to give birth to two healthy daughters. I did suffer two miscarriages in between. um, So I thank God that I I have them. I'm not going to cry. Okay. Anyway, I tell them all the time that, you know, your looks can only take you so far. And it's what you have to say what you bring to the table that is going to open up doors for you. So that's what I really learned about myself in college. And that helped me build the confidence about feeling smart enough. So when I was in high school, I was an average student. I did fine, but my boyfriend in high school was super smart, ended up going to really good school. And I never felt when I was around him that I was smart enough. And then when I went to college, I realized, oh my goodness, there are beautiful women here in school with me. And they're really smart too. Not only are they physically beautiful, they're mentally, they're intelligently, they're intellectually beautiful too. And I worked so hard on my core. I worked so hard on becoming that full full person that had personality, that had smarts, that was not savvy, but that was smart and fun. And also, you know, I I was blessed pretty well with genetics. So it wasn't just my looks anymore that I was focusing on, although I I felt happy that I I looked the way I did. Um, But it wasn't that. It was that I was focusing on being a better human being, caring about people um, and, and just getting smarter and getting to know myself. So I struggled in high school, mostly in college. Am I smart enough? And then when I opened up my business at 50, it was, again, something I struggled with. Am I smart enough? Do I have enough business sense to open up a fitness studio? What do I know? I, I did, uh, what did I take? A few business courses in college. I wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. 
there's a lot of lawyers out there. I don't think we need it anymore. But if you're a lawyer, that's great. And I think you're doing a great job. I, like, But there are a lot of them out there. But I was going to become a lawyer. And uh, who knows? You know, I still have a lot of years ahead of me, but I don't think I'll go to law school. But I was about to go to law school and I did not go. And instead, I went into a career of, of um, retail and becoming a buyer. But even then, when I was working as a buyer, am I smart enough? You know, math was not my number one thing to do. It was the English language that that I was that I excelled in more so than in math and science. And so it was always I always doubted myself. Am I smart enough? Because my parents put such a great emphasis on the way I looked, and I did not do that with my daughters. It was as I mentioned, you know focusing on your grades, on your friendships. Those were the things because I wanted them to be a better, well-rounded woman than I was at that point in my life. And so whether it was in business or you know starting my own business, was I smart enough? Even when I did volunteer work and somebody asked me to create a charity uh, event because I was the president of many volunteer groups, was I smart enough to create these things? And I realized, wow, I, I could do it because when I stepped outside of my comfort zone, I realized that I was smart enough. So I struggled with feeling, am I smart enough to do these? Am I smart enough to raise money? Am I smart enough to start a business? And then once I did it, again, it was a confidence builder, okay? So going off to college, can I, can I create a better Jody? And I did because it went outside my comfort zone and I became more confident. And because I went through that struggle and then it made me stronger because I had to, I had to put myself out there to see if I could do it. I've always, I took those risks, even though I didn't realize I was taking the risks because I was always afraid. And that's why in my intro, I always say I was afraid of everything um, because I was afraid as I became more aware of who I was because ignorance is bliss. I realized that I was becoming um, more and more confident. And uh, and then I went off to have children and I stopped my career and I was a stay-at-home mom. I had gotten married and I was a stay-at-home mom. And in my 30s, you know, volunteering and so on and so forth. The one thing I never struggled with was, am I good enough, smart enough? Do I know enough to be a mom? And for anybody, again, who's listening, who's a mom, maybe you've struggled with this, but that just came very innately to me. I never had to think about, can I be a mom? Would I be a good enough mom? Because these kids just came out and they didn't just come out. But when they came out, I just loved them. And I think there's some things in our life that we just innately, naturally can do. But these are the things I struggled with. Am I smart enough? Am I pretty enough? And when I, after I had my daughters, and I, I believe that having children gave me another push of confidence that, hey, you know what? I'm a damn good mom. Am I perfect? No. But I'm contributing towards these girls' lives. I'm enriching their lives. I am hopefully educating them, empowering them, inspiring them so they can go out into the world and be fearlessly authentic, be confident, be sexy if that's what they want to do. Because confidence is sexy and it's a, 
sexy in the way that it's attractive to another person. And when I say sexy, that's what I mean. I don't mean seductive and alluring. Although, you know, when we meet somebody that we're attracted to, we do want to feel that we are alluring to lure them in and have a relationship with them. But it's not about being sexual. It's about that the confidence in somebody is attractive. So maybe I should have called this episode confidence is attractive. But to me, I find it sexy when I see a man or a woman that has a shit ton of confidence. It's just a really cool thing. So I became more confident as I got into my 30s with the life experiences I had thus far. And that's what really led me to when I hit my 40s to say, you know, what is it? I lived enough. I lived already 40 years. I had already broken through a few things with some struggles that I had about not feeling confident in my in my body, in my brain. But what was next for me? Now, this was a relationship that I had and in my marriage. Was I confident in my marriage? I was very confident in my marriage. There was no doubt. Uh, you know, maybe I was a little unconscious when I talked about unconscious before and that I was kind of going on autopilot. But when I woke up, when I woke up to that, and it's a big clap, when you wake up and you become conscious and you become aware of the relationship you're in or where you are in that life, then that's when you say, hmm, I might need to make some changes here. And that's what happened to me. And I made those changes. So when we get back, we're going to talk about how old is gold and how you can take steps to become more confident. I'll see you back in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. 
Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back, everybody. I am having such a good time talking about this subject today because confidence is something we all struggle with and it's okay. Um, it doesn't, we're not, we, we don't come out of the womb completely confident. We just have, we have to go through life and we struggle with things. And, you know, one of the things that I did struggle with when I was talking about my marriage, I wasn't struggling, you know, I was struggling with my happiness and my fulfillment in the marriage, which is why I ended up getting divorced because I wasn't fulfilled and I felt boxed in and I felt, um, I felt like I was at a dead end. And even though my daughters were, uh, and still are the loves of my life. I had to, I had to be happy myself, and that's something that I think we all need to realize. That if you're not happy with yourself, you're not going to help. You're not going to be happy or fulfilled in your life. It's the same thing that if you're not healthy in your life, that um, it's hard to take care of other people. Same way that when you're on a plane and they say, if you know, for like. God forbid, going to crash or something like that. Let's just say the oxygen masks come down. They always say to put your oxygen mask on first so you can help those, you can help other people. So it's the same thing. If I'm not happy, if I wasn't happy, if I wasn't fulfilled, if I felt boxed in, if I felt resentful, then I was going to put those feelings on my daughters and I did not want to raise them with that resentment or feeling that boxed in. I wanted them to see me alive and empowered so they can live the same way. That was always my goal. But the problem was, what was society going to think of me? As I mentioned before, none of my friends were divorced except one friend. And 
when I would talk to my friends about maybe not being happy or not, I didn't use the word fulfilled again. That was just not a word we used back then. And I'm grateful that we use it now, but I wasn't fulfilled and I felt boxed in and nobody could understand it. And maybe they weren't happy and uh, misery loves company. I don't know. I can't speak for them, but I was under the pressure of staying within the societal norms. And I just said, screw that. I can't, even though everybody in my life is married. My parents were still married. His parents were still married. Nobody in our families were divorced. So I was taking a huge step. And quite honestly, it took me five years to get there. Five years. And then we thought maybe we would get back together again. But quite honestly, I just had worked so hard to get to that point and to have the courage to step outside the marriage uh, that I did that. So I struggled with society's thought of me and was letting it box me in. And then I broke out of that box and started making a a very, very strong decision to live the life that I wanted to live, live the life that I desired and deserved. And, you know, as I was out there dating on my match.com and JD, I as I mentioned, my self-esteem was non-existent. I didn't have any confidence. I didn't think, I went back to the way I felt in eighth grade. I didn't feel, I didn't feel pretty and I didn't feel smart. I was lost, but I knew I had to make a big decision because I wasn't happy. And how do you show others how to be confident and happy if you're not? So in taking that big leap of faith and taking the biggest risk of my life, which I was scared to death because I had what most people would think the perfect life. And again, that's why I mentioned at the beginning of the show, do not get stuck or pulled in by that BS that you see on on social media because a lot of it is BS. And people thought I had my shit together, being married and having all this stuff, but the stuff doesn't make you happy. I'm telling you right now, the stuff does not make you happy if your heart is not happy and your your fiber, every fiber inside of you is not happy. So there was no confidence. There was no sexy Jody. There was no confidence making me sexy. I felt dead inside. And so I started going out there and I told you what I put on my profile and I started dating. And it was the men that I dated and the people that I met that actually started building up my self-esteem. And whether you believe that somebody else should build up your self-esteem or you should build up your own self-esteem, I've done both. You know, I went to a women's college and I worked on myself tremendously to be a strong woman and to believe in myself. That was a huge, huge pivotal point in my life. And the the women that I met and the friends that I I I create, not created, uh, the, the friends, the friendships that I had. And so, again, I found myself doing something that maybe the normal person wouldn't be doing. Most people didn't want to go to a women's college. Most people don't want to get divorced. I didn't want to get divorced. I felt like I had to. There was something drawing me and making me do that. And I'm glad that I did because I wouldn't be the woman that I am today and be the role model for a lot of people that I am. And I wouldn't have accomplished the things that I've done. But I want to tell you that the struggles that I went through were really, really hard for me. And it was by going out there and dating a lot of men 
doesn't mean that I slept with all of them, okay? So it just means that I was dating and I was learning about myself and I was learning about other people and I was learning about other men and I was learning about what kind of person I see myself with or maybe that I don't because my goal wasn't to like find somebody and get married real fast. My goal was to get to know me again. I lost myself in my marriage. I was... I didn't know who I was, just like I didn't know who I was in eighth grade. So here I was, 42, and I feel like I was in eighth grade again, but my legs weren't hairy anymore, okay? And I I knew that I was an attractive person. I knew that I was fit. My fitness is the thing. Whoa, I could do a whole show about my fitness, but the fitness, and I will, the fitness is what empowered me going to the to the gym every single day 5 days a week every single day and lifting weights and realizing that i was strong within that i would that lifting weights and working out every single day 5 days a week gave me strength from within it allowed me to realize how mentally and physically strong i was because where your energy goes I'm going to get this wrong, where your mind flows, the energy goes. So my energy was brought into my body to give me that strength. And I became mentally and physically strong, but I didn't know how mentally and physically strong until I went through the whole process of getting divorced. And I continued to work out. And then I met all of these different men that enhanced my life, that really helped build up my self-confidence and self-esteem. And then I decided, I kind of wrote a little bit of a bucket list. And again, just so you guys know, I lost all my friends in my divorce, except for maybe one or two. Lost them all. So it was just me kind of against the world figuring out my crap. And I, there I was, even when I was still married in the 90s, um, I was counting my macros. I was ordering protein when nobody knew what the word protein was. I was talking about starches and leafy greens and good fats. And my friends would look at me and said, would look at me and say, you're crazy. Like you're little, like, why do you need to do this? Why are you weighing your food? Why do you need to do this? Why do you eat so often? Why do you go to the gym? Because back then in the nineties, women were not working out and women were not counting their macros, but I was. So I was kind of like, woohoo, a little, you know. I wasn't finding, following societal norms. I wasn't going out to eat and having pasta Alfredo or whatever it's called, the thing with the cheese and all that other stuff. And I wasn't eating those sugary drinks. And my friends thought I was cuckoo nutso. But it was funny because I saw a lot of them at my daughter's wedding in 2019. And a lot of them mentioned to me, yeah, we thought you were a little crazy. Um, we didn't understand it, but now they're all working out and they weigh their food and they look better than they did back then. But they were like, whoa, you were doing this way before anybody else was. So yeah, I guess I was a little bit of a trailblazer, but I always stuck to what in my gut I felt right. So I am very proud of myself. And that's where the confidence came because if I wasn't confident, then I wouldn't be be able to do that. And then I realized that I was feeling sexier in my body too, because I worked so hard on my body and I never really thought about my body as anything but a vehicle to hold me up and keep me strong and that I was going to live a really long time. But then I realized when I put on clothes and men would tell me I was sexy AF and I thought they didn't say AF back then. I'm just adding that in right now. That it was like, it was all coming together that the confidence I had 
was making me more attractive to myself, to others. Because when I felt confident and attractive, I attracted that kind of person into my life. Isn't that kind of a beautiful thing? So coming full circle, it's it's the way you feel in your mind and body that will give you the confidence to have a fulfilling and beautiful relationship. And it's the same thing with anything that you approach that you will, as you, as you work on it, you will become more confident and you will become more attractive and you will attract because it's the law of attraction. You will attract that same kind of person. And it's the same thing with money. Money, I've had a lot of it. I've had a little bit of it. I've had a lot of it. I've had a little bit of it. And when I didn't have a lot of it, I felt really insecure. When I had a lot of it, I was unconscious of having it. So at the end of the day, what makes a person attractive is that they feel comfortable in their own skin, in their own mind and body and soul. And that's what makes them attractive. It's not the money. It's not, it's not, are you at the right body weight, at the right body fat? It's about the way you feel in your brain, in your body, in your soul that you put out there to the universe that shows how you feel about yourself. And if it's getting over those struggles and getting over the fear, have the faith in yourself to get over the fear. And that is why I have called this show Fearlessly Authentic. Because when you are living in your truth and you are honoring the things that are important to you, that maybe when you're my age, you will feel that you are as confident as you can be, but you are evolving to become more confident and becoming, you know, more attractive, even though that might not be what you're focused on. It's, but it's a confidence from within and it's the light from within that shines out there. So I want you to all think about what it is that is important to you. Embrace who you are right now, right now, who you are right now. And work on the things that are important to you. And you will become confident and you will be attractive and you will be amazing and beautiful. And I want to thank you so much for listening to the show. I'll catch you next week and have a great day, everybody. And go out there and live fearlessly authentic. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.